Hello, and welcome to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Guthrie, and I'm an attorney, mediator, trainer, keynote speaker, author, podcaster, social media influencer, technology junkie, consultant, and coach. And although I know that sounds like a lot, but what it really means to me is that I've found a way to make a living doing what I love and doing it in a way that lets me help others. So in this podcast, I want to share some tips and insights into helping you create the career that lights you up and pays your bills, whether that's as a mediator, attorney, collaborative professional, or really anything that you are passionate about. So I'll be chatting with some of the most successful and influential experts in all areas associated with building your practice, and I'll share my own thoughts and the lessons I've learned along the way. So come along on the journey with us and soon you'll have a practice that will let you make money mediating too. Hello and welcome back to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. And today I want to talking about finding yourself a marketing virtual assistant or MVA for short. So if you are looking to upscale your practice and really make a difference in your marketing, this is the way to go. A marketing virtual assistant honestly can change your life and certainly can change your practice. So let's dive in because I know a lot of you out there are saying, well, I've heard of a virtual assistant, Susan, but what is a marketing virtual assistant? And it's pretty much what it sounds like. It's a professional who provides you virtually with assistance. So they're not someone who generally will come to your office, but someone who provides you with assistance with your marketing and your business development. And they help businesses and professionals create and execute marketing campaigns. They maintain social media presence and they can manage your email campaigns, your media outreach, I mean, honestly, it's sort of endless what they can do for you. And they are different than a marketing professional in the sense that they are not going to come in necessarily and create your branding um, and website, but they are someone who on an ongoing basis in a supportive manner can be there to be your partner, to be helping you as you go along giving you the assistance that you may need with things like posting, creating and posting social media, getting you on podcasts, you know, doing a lot of the time heavy work that it takes to be consistent with your marketing and outreach. So, so for many professionals, They are very sporadic in their marketing efforts because it does take a lot of time. But we know with marketing and with outreach, consistency is actually the key to success. And that's why having somebody who's there as your partner, not necessarily in a full-time capacity, but being your virtual assistant to help with your marketing and business development can be so life-changing and practice-changing. Life-changing in the sense that they are now going to free up more of your time for actual business work that you do 
and they will free up more of your, your private time to have a better work-life balance because they're now going to be picking up some of the work that you would might be doing or trying to do and find the time to do in all that spare time that we all have. So although many of you out there are probably saying, why do I need an MVA for my mediation or my law practice? It's the answer is simple. You need to focus on your core competency, which is your mediation, your law practice, your collaborative practice, really any business. As always, these episodes I think are, although I live in the world of dispute resolution and law, I, I believe anybody can benefit from these. So no matter what your business is, you wanna focus on your business. Your primary focus should be on your clients and you need someone to handle the marketing side of things, but you may not need a full scale marketing professional. So an MVA is going to be able to help you save time and effort by taking over your marketing and administrative tasks so you can focus on what you do best. But the key to all of this is finding the right MVA for your practice. And that can be a little challenging. In fact, when I bring up with my clients, the need for an MVA or the idea of getting one, this is one of the biggest challenges for people. They have no idea how to find one, where to go to find one, and what's involved. So we're gonna dive into that and, and do it just very simply, walk through the steps in this episode. So let's start with, with step number one, right? Define what tasks you need help with. And this can be both things that you are doing right now that you want someone to pick up for you and also aspirational things, things that you would love to have done, but you haven't had time to do this and understand that there may even be things that you haven't thought of. But very first thing to do is to sit down and start writing out a list of the things that you would want your MVA to handle. This is gonna help you narrow down your search and find that MVA who's a good fit for your practice. Now, easy to say, but I know many of you might not have any idea what exactly an MVA can do. So I've made up a list of potentially 10 things that an MVA might do for you if you are looking for someone. And again, some of these things might be things you are already doing yourself, or they might be things that are aspirational or potentials for you if you had someone who had the time and the bandwidth to do them. So I've already mentioned one, but creating and managing your social media accounts for your practice. So you could have your LinkedIn account, Instagram, Twitter, whatever your, your core social media accounts are, they can help you with actually creating the posts and the graphics and posting those, getting them out there. They can even to a certain extent, although I've told you before in other episodes, especially the one about how to make social media work for you, but you need to be social on your social media platforms. But if somebody, your MVA is posting for you and creating your posts, you are now freed up to only need to go on to actually do the interaction with the people who interact with your posts and go meet other people. Be social, right? So an MVA is fantastic in the world of social media. 
You also can have them help you develop and execute marketing campaigns to promote your services, what you, what you are doing out there. And you may have come up with all different kinds of ideas around your marketing campaigns. I'll give you an example. May is Child's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I'm working with a client right now that has a short video film that is meant to raise awareness for parents of the mental health challenges that children may go through when their parents exhibit a great deal of conflict in their divorce. It's called Point C. It's a wonderful video. You can go look at it on their new, brand new website. It's going to be launching any day now. It's called Point C divorce.com, but you can also go see it on the Point C Divorce YouTube channel right now. I'll put a link. Wonderful film, short film, five minutes. It was made by a former judge, but I digress. For example, because that film has a lot to do with mental health and May is Children's Mental Health Awareness Month, we're building out a campaign around the film that's around children's mental health awareness. So that's an example of a marketing campaign where specific marketing materials are going to go out that the MVA is able to create and get out on a variety of different platforms. And another platform in another place where your MVA can help you is in writing, sourcing, and scheduling blog posts and email newsletters. And that is, you know, coming up with the content, sourcing the content from other professionals. It's always a great idea to feature other professionals so you can expand your network. So other like-minded professionals, you can feature their articles and content in your blog posts and email newsletters. They can design marketing materials for you. So flyers, brochures, you know, business cards to the extent that we still use them. But if you are going to go and you're speaking at an event, your marketing VA can create a flyer that can go along with your program. They can create your slideshow for you. They can help you create the materials that are gonna go along with your presentation. Take a lot of that creative work off your side of the plate, brand it for your business, You know, make sure your logos are prominently displayed, your contact information, and help you with that. That's another thing. They can help you do market research to identify new business opportunities. Look for new places, new ideas out there in the world where your services, your skill set might be applicable. We are actually doing a training in May, Most and Guthrie, for dispute resolution professionals that is focused on taking your skill set as mediators and collaborative professionals and finding ways to diversify your services, right? Do other kinds of things using those same skills. Well, that's an, something that your MVA can do research on and help you to diversify and add to your service offer offerings or other business opportunities. Key one, manage and update your website for you, including your SEO optimization and your website analytics, but they can also get new stuff on your website, keep things up to date, keep it clean, keep it well-functioning. They can answer any email inquiries that come in from there. And that's another thing. They can handle your email and customer support inquiries from potential clients, from anyone who does outreach, from a variety of different sources, really. They can create and manage online advertising if you're doing Google ads or Facebook ads. 
They can research and do outreach to media outlets. So this is something people don't think about, but how about getting in touch with your local news stations or some podcasts? For example, that video uh, film that I was talking about that my client, client has created, Point C, they can do outreach to the local news channels and say, hey, did you know it's Child's Mental Health Awareness Month? We have a film for parents whose children are going through divorce. It's a short five-minute film. We'd love to have you know, our, our creator come on and, and talk about this. That's the type of outreach that your MVA can do the research on and then do the outreach for you to get you on those potential media outlets. And then they can keep track of your marketing activities and results and give you reports and updates on what's going on and follow the metrics. One of the things that is a huge failure or lack on the part of most people in their marketing efforts, in their, their business development efforts is they don't track what's working and what isn't working. And an MVA can do that for you. So that's a list of just 10 things and there's a myriad more, but those are the basics. I will put that list in the show notes. So if you want that list, you can just go there and cut and paste them out of that. So it gives you a head start on pulling together your list of requirements, kind of your job interview or, or your job posting around this. Now, I'm gonna take a quick break here because one of the reasons why we haven't had episodes for the past two weeks is that I was getting my brand new website and my brand new business book ready to launch and they just launched this week. So I wanted to let you all know about them because to celebrate the new website and the book launch, I'm giving away free copies of the book. It's called Building the Practice of Your Dreams, One Month of Tips for Finding Success. And if you want to get a digital copy of the book, anyone who wants it can get one. You just go to the website and at the top of the page, you'll see a little line that says, get Susan's new book, click on it, put in your email address, and you will immediately be able to download a full copy of the book. And one thing I have an ask for you all, you all know how passionate I am about supporting colleagues in finding success in their practice. So if you would take a look at the site while you're there, and just send me your feedback. Say what you think I did well on the website. Say what you think could be improved. If you see something that needs help, if you think I need to add something, I would love to know it and I'd love to hear from you. I also just love to hear from you guys. If you have topics that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, if you want me to give you any more information or more insights on anything in particular, let me know. So the website is, and I hope this is easy to remember, it's my name, susaneguthrie.com. And you can email me at susan at susaneguthrie.com. So let's dive back into our search for a new marketing virtual assistant. We've gone through making our list of what we would want an MVA to do for us. Well, next, before you start your search, you should take a look at what your budget is for this, because obviously no one's going to come in and do all of this for free for you. But I will tell you that it is much less expensive for the most part to have an MVA helping you than it is to have a full-time marketing company or even a part-time marketing company. An MVA 
can be somebody who's got this as a side gig. It's something that they do in their spare time, or it's something that they do for multiple clients, but they like the versatility of having the ability to work in their own time, in their own hours. There are also people that work from a variety of different places around the world. So in other economies like the Philippines, people where the, the working wage is much, much lower than say the United States or, or some of the European countries, someone there might be working at a much lower rate. So if you're willing to deal with time differences, sometimes you can find someone who's in another time zone or another side of the planet, but who can be very helpful to you. So look at your budget. And I would say they can run anywhere, honestly, from $5 an hour to probably a median of 15 to $20 an hour from some, for somebody that I've found in the past. That's what I happen to pay in that price range. All the way up to there are honestly people who charge, you know, $50, $80 an hour. I'm not sure what more you're getting for that. I've never worked with someone in that price range. I think if you can be in that $15 to $20 an hour range, I can tell you right now, the person that I have can do everything and anything that I've ever asked her to do. She's absolutely fabulous. And like the title of this episode, she's changed my life. But do think about what you can put into this and think about how many hours, if you're gonna pay someone $15 an hour, how many hours can you afford per week? You're gonna to wanna to put that right in the job description. Not usually a barrier, don't worry that this is gonna be a barrier to entry because again, a lot of these people are working on multiple clients on one time. So your next step in your search, step number three, is ask for some, re some recommendations. Ask fellow mediators or other business owners if they've worked with MVAs before and if they can recommend anyone. Even if they can't recommend their MVA because they're full or they're not taking more clients, their MVA may know somebody to be able to refer to you. You can also post a, a request for recommendations on you know your social media. Go to LinkedIn and say to, hey colleagues, I'm looking for an MVA, I need some help about five hours per week. If anyone knows anyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd send me a private message. Just be prepared for a lot of private messages. And you may even find yourself getting private messages if you do this from a lot of people who are sending you blind inquiries because they're looking for a job. So there's pluses and there's cons, there are pros and there are cons to that. But you could also just send out a request to your email list to colleagues or post it in your local group if you're in a collaborative group or a mediation group or, a, or your local bar. So very often you can find somebody who has worked with somebody that you know. There are also step four is posting the job on some of the job boards and platforms online. There are a lot of these. There are websites, you've probably heard of them, but they're called, there are three of the big ones are Upwork, Freelancer, and Fiverr. And Fiverr is F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, two R's in that. I'll link to those in the show notes, but they offer a variety of freelance marketing professionals. You're gonna find more people than you could possibly think on there, but you can check off boxes of what your requirements are and it will start to narrow down the focus. And you can post your job on there with your requirements that we created up in number one and number two, right? Your number one being what you want them to do for you and number two, what you're willing to pay, what you're looking for. 
and post those out and then start sit back and start waiting for the the proposals to come rolling in. One other place that I recently found out about and was unaware of is there's a lot of groups that are on Facebook that are made up of marketing virtual assistants or virtual assistants who people go on there either looking for someone or who are people who are looking for gigs. So you can also do some search on LinkedIn, I'm sorry, on Facebook to find those. And then your fifth step is really the one where I would say take as you know the the list of the responses that you get my my wonderful assistant puts them on a on a spreadsheet and kind of sets them all out and and then we go through them and sort of cull them out to see who maybe our top 3 choices are because you may get a large variety of responses but the ones who mo best fit your request and if they're asking for $50 an hour maybe that is obviously someone you want to take off your list if they are in the Philippines and and you want someone who's available within 30 minutes of you're looking for them, that's probably not going to work either, right? Because they're on a completely different time zone. They're on the other side of the world. So you can go through and sort of cull out the ones that are your top potential MVAs. And then I would set up quick interviews with them. These days, you can set up a Zoom call with, as we know, anyone anywhere in the world. So, you know, great idea to maybe meet with your top three talk to them, see if you vibe with them. If you think that they are someone who gets your vision, understands what it is that you do, what your marketing needs are, and then make sure that they have the necessary skills, experience, and knowledge to help you grow your practice. That there's no language barriers or that you're able to work with the, the language differences if they're there. If they have any understanding of what it is that you do in the world that you, you inhabit professionally. And then, hey, give it a try. I always say set it up for a temporary basis, maybe for a period of a month or two months or three months trial period. They get to try you out, you get to try them out. But I guarantee you, when you find that person who can pick up the slack in all of those areas for you and free you up to focus on what you do best and to give you your free time back, I promise you the money that you spend on an MVA is going to be the best money you ever spent. So to summarize everyone. Finding an MVA, a marketing virtual assistant, can truly be the game changer that your mediation practice needs or your law practice or your collaborative practice or your business to go to the next level. It's going to let you focus on what you do best while someone else handles the marketing side of things. And if you follow these tips that I've set out for you today, you're going to find the right MVA for your practice and again, take it to the next level. So I hope you've found this episode of the Make Money Mediating podcast to be helpful. Thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the episode, please go ahead and leave me a five-star review and say a couple of things that you found helpful about the episode. It's the best way for other people to find the podcast. And thanks again. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I hope you got some great insights and tips on creating your dream practice. Join us every week on Thursdays for a new episode. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you're enjoying the podcast, here's a shameless ask. 
please consider giving it a five-star rating and tell us in a review what you find most helpful. It's honestly the best way for others to find the show so that they can make money mediating too. I'll see you next week.